You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Now I know what you're thinking. How did this happen? Well, it's a long story. It's main event time. He's a friend from work. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Film Studies. I am Sean Taylor. With me today is me, Mark. You know, Film Studies is not a place. <laughs> it's the people. It's exactly what I was going to do. Um, <laughs> well, I thought I'd leave it to you. So we saw Thor Ragnarok. Uh, this is a uh, Marvel Cinematic movie. So, Mark, you loved it. <laughs> yes, I did. <clears throat> this one more than most. Or really? More than some. I'll put it that way. Uh, this is going to be a discussion then. Um, yep. Oh, sure, sure. Because this is probably the best of the Thor movies. Um, right. But so uh, our uh, our history with the Thor movies is not good. We didn't uh, have this podcast when the original Thor came out, and our Thor the Dark World podcast was lost due to technical difficulties. Um, That's right. I am not a big fan of either one of them. Um, but I will say that this is the best of the three. Y- yep. But- uh, and and I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. The other two were, uh, like, I don't love them. I like them. You know, they're like friends. They're just friends. Yeah, and even though th- I don't, I'm not in love with them. <laughs> even though this may be the best of the three, that's not saying much. Um, coming Agreed. from me, um, I, overall, this one was okay. Um, but I have some problems with it, and some very big frustrations with it, actually. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, for starters, and spoiler territory, but for starters, why is this movie two and a half hours long? Good lord, there's a lot of filler in this movie. They, yeah, they, they go on quite the journey here. Uh, yeah, unnecessarily. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, Thor's uh, Thor and Loki's older sister, Hela, who's never been mentioned until now, right? Um, comes back after Odin dies. By the way, Odin's dead. And uh, threatens to take over Asgard, and it's up to Thor to stop her, but he ends up sidetracked on this planet where he meets up with the Hulk and Jeff Goldblum, and then he gets away from that planet and then saves the day. There. that That's your plot synopsis. Very broad, granted. <laughs> <laughs> but that's your plot synopsis, because everything else in here is wasted. Doctor Strange has about a, what, seven-minute cameo? Yeah. That's completely unneeded. It's to get him on his way, but yes. No, it's not. You you don't even need it. The only thing he does is tell him that his father is in Norway. Right, and then he just gets him there. Now, the thing is, if, if Doctor Strange comes along for this adventure, 
he can fix so many of their problems that they have throughout this movie. No shit. And and it's and it's like don't bother. Just Well, okay. So but the thing is I'm sitting there going and the whole thing with Doctor Strange is over and I'm like, "Well, why couldn't have just Loki because okay, and this okay, let's start at the very beginning with my frustrations. Um, remember how Thor the the Dark World ended with the big dun 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 moment when um, it's revealed that Loki is playing the part of Odin. Yeah, and he took over the throne. Right, yeah. and at that point, uh, as far as we knew, Thor didn't know. That's right. So it was a big dun dun dun. Well, you can f- fucking forget that because he knows. He figures it out when he gets there. Yeah, he knows. He he figures it out, and it's and it's over with within the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Done. Well, because uh, the so-called Odin isn't behaving like his father actually would, so he sees through his brother's you know disguise because he knows him better than anybody else. So he can fool the rest of Asgard, but he can't fool his own brother, who's been off gallivanting. Looking for Infinity Stones. Which I think would have been a better movie, but regardless. Um, okay, so okay, so Thor figures it out. Yeah. But that's but that's a complete waste to the cliffhanger that you left us on the last movie. Yeah, well, it's at least he didn't know the whole time and was just ignoring it. It basically it took him coming back home to figure it out. But he didn't but, but he didn't do anything between then and now, did he? What do you mean? Was Ultron in between then and now? No, Ultron was... Uh, after Ultron, he left to go find more Infinity Stones. Right, but... He no, no, to... no, sorry. But, but uh, between Thor the Dark World and now was the Ultron movie, right? Yeah, he was on Earth. As far, so... as, far as Thor is concerned, that's the only thing he did in between this. No, not the only thing. Well, he I mean, other, other, than, he... other than he went out looking for the gemstones and so he's, completely off he's basically... Right, so basically we find out that for the last two years, since the Age of Ultron, he's been everywhere else but home looking for Infinity Stones and hasn't found anything. Um, And so he thought the kingdom was fine. He didn't think he had to be home for any reason. He thought he he gave up his his seat offered to him by Odin in, in the Dark World. And he just was like, all right, well, I'm going to Midgard. I'm going home. I'm going to Earth. Ultron happened. After Ultron, he's like, I, I gotta go. I got, I can't find any answers here. I gotta go and, okay. you know, figure out where okay. these stones are. So, but, but you're missing my entire point because at the end of Thor: The Dark World, the big dun 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 moment, right? The big cliffhanger yeah. is that Loki has now basically seized control of Asgard. Yeah. Okay. So, to me, as a movie fan who watched that movie, I'm now going into this movie. Let's just say I didn't see any trailers. Uh, I'm going into this movie thinking, okay, the last time Thor was in Asgard, or the last time the Thor movie ended, Loki was in charge of Asgard. Yeah, that's going to be a great setup for a for a great, at least a fight between the two, or some kind of conflict between the two. And, yeah, and it's just thrown away as a joke in this movie. I I won't argue with that. It's it's obvious that when they wrote this movie, they didn't want to to hinge the, this movie on that uh, on on that part of the story, where basically the trickster god failed to trick his brother, and he's just he can't keep up the ruse in front of him. And yeah, and they're like, well, we've got to get to Ragnarok, so we have a cameo by Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Yes. Was he Thor? Rec- was he Thor in the play? No, he was Loki in the play. 
Oh, I thought he looked familiar. The guy playing Thor is, is uh, Luke Hemsworth. So yet another oh, Hemsworth yet brother another Hemsworth, out of the woodwork. Okay. But he but he looks like his brother, so you know pretty kind of pretty soon we're gonna have a movie, uh, two big teams, um, and it's gonna be the Hemsworths versus the Skarsgards. That's what it's gonna be. I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's uh, and then uh, special guest referee. You'll have uh, John Voight. <laughs> yeah, and Angelina <laughs> and Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Or they'll be on on either side, you know. What I mean, against each other. <laughs> okay, well, let's. Get... I, I kind of. I want. I want to see that now. <laughs> Just call it Family Feud, the movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's get to one of my biggest frustrations of this movie, and that's the title. Um, it's called Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, and Ragnarok is completely prevented in the first ten minutes. It is. But and we come back to we do come back to it, but yeah, but, we, don't, but when we come back to it, it doesn't matter. There's no stake of, in this movie. The entire stake that this movie was predicated on was Ragnarok and, and the destruction come, of Asgard. That's right. And then, but the characters by the time you know Thor prevents Ragnarok, or so he thinks, but then he has to come to the realization that he he wasn't destined to. Stop it! He was destined to actually start it, in order to beat Hela. That was uh, they mis they they misinterpreted I, the prophecy. Or, I I know. was so disappointed by that. I was so disappointed by that because going into this movie, uh, I've asked people about it. Um, I have some nerd friends at work, and you and you yourself uh, been telling me this Ragnarok is like this huge apocalypse for the end of all things. For the yeah. end of all things, especially of Asgard. And when I heard Thor Ragnarok, I was like, oh, okay, we're getting the Ragnarok thing. Oh, plus we're also getting a little bit of Planet Hulk, too. That's right, yes. Bonus, two stories in one. Sounds good. I was actually looking forward to this movie. Um, mm -hmm. But when Ragnarok has to happen, because Thor has to do it, like you said, um, yep. it doesn't matter. Because at that point, it's, well, home is where you hang your hat. Yeah, and the only and, stakes were making sure they got a small part of the Asgardian population out of there. Basically, whoever was left. Yeah. Now, you you could say that Hela ra raises some stakes, but her entire thing is to take over Asgard, which gets destroyed anyway. So, yeah. And you know she's a one-time villain. So, I mean, Marvel drops the ball again in my mind with these, uh, these weak-ass villains who I don't care about because you've completely... Um, retconned her entire storyline of her being the oh. firstborn uh, uh, daughter daughter of, uh, of Odin and there was a whole yeah. backstory about how, how he was evil then became malevolent like he's somehow the Christian god Yahweh where he was bad in the first uh, in, the, in the first testament and then all forgiving in the second one there's just no stakes like there's and this doesn't mean anything to the Marvel Cinematic Universe nothing it well, means it, it, nothing to the entire Marvel Cinematic. It doesn't have anything to do with it. There's no uh, Thanos teaser. There's nothing to do with the gemstones aside from a couple of Easter eggs. Um, and the I, I guess the other thing it does, maybe the one thing it does is bring Hulk back. But if you didn't have this movie, you could have easily done that. So... 
okay uh, let me let me address a few of those things um there the mid uh the mid credit one where uh, thor and loki are on the bridge of this ship that's thanos's ship that shows up okay that they get overshadowed i, I didn't by. see either of those credits i i, I don't stay for credit scenes well then that's where the teasers are, though. Okay, but so, that's the problem, Mark, is that they put the, I shouldn't have no, to no, wait but, through an entire movie just to get something for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And when did that start? Right at the beginning. No, no, <laughs> no. Di- no, no. Well, for, uh, well... Uh, ever, they, they're the ones that started... Not started, I don't know if they invented it, but they've consistently had stingers for most of, like, uh, I think all but... Uh, actually, I can't even think of one that doesn't have anything. By way of a of a teaser at the end, so this is that's where it is. Just like every other Thanos teaser, that has been an actual teaser when he's not been a part of the movie, like in Guardians. Okay, but we've also been, had, ha- but we've but we've also had setup to the to the Marvel Cinematic Universe within movies themselves. Winter Soldier is a perfect example. Civil War again, um, yep. the first Avengers movie brought in the Tesseract, and that sets up the whole. Um, Infinity War thing, like there's there's yeah. set up within the plot, and that's really what I was w- uh, looking for here. Because quite frankly, I'm waiting for this Marvel Cinematic Universe to sort of move forward. Um, you know, so, we, we've kind of after be- Infinity War, right? Well, after Ultron, I'm waiting for this movie. I'm waiting for this whole series to to move forward into Infinity War. Because this year alone, we've had two movies. Uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, both Spider-Man Homecoming and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, that led nothing to the original ones. They were just side quests for the characters. And this one, I guess this is the year of let's take a break for a second from the Infinity and, Stones. And I'm sorry, but I was really waiting for it because this is the the big November release, right? This is the big holiday release. Yeah. And I was really well, looking forward to having something move forward in this big universe of theirs and there's just nothing aside from the post credit scene this one was uh pushed back in in lieu of the spider-man deal having been finalized thor ragnarok was supposed to be the big summer release this year uh, well it should have been uh, and i they, think they, it would have had a different yeah. opinion of it well then i just would have been more disappointed with spider-man homecoming to be honest mind you i don't uh, think i would have expected more out of spider-man so yeah I don't know. I, I think with Infinity War starting next year, I believe, isn't it? We have Black Panther first. We have Black Panther first, but Infinity War Part 1 is coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Right? So, what, we only have, we'll only have Black Panther in between now and then? Uh, I believe so. I haven't checked the schedule lately, but uh, yeah, I believe Black Panther is early next uh, next year. Yeah, it's in May or something like that, I think, right? And yeah, and then Infinity Wars. So, um, yeah. So that you're right. They don't. They aren't using every single Marvel movie to set up Infinity War. And I know. See, I know that was that was a bit of a bone of contention, though. I believe, if not, if I'm not mistaken, that it was always like each movie wasn't a story. It was just a setup to the next movie. But well, that's what I have, enjoyed about it. That's what I enjoyed well, this, about it, though. I okay. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe it's. Someone else's comments that I'm I'm uh, remembering then, where it was almost the opposite opinion, where it's like, why can't you tell this movie and not just constantly set up for another movie? But that's not not my opinion. Sure. But I, I I know I've heard that, uh, and I thought it was on this show, but I'm not going to quote misquote you. So well, my mistake, my my mistake, because 
we've had that discussion, right? That each movie, it's always just set up for the next one or set up for the next one, and it's not telling their own stories. So they've done that. It, it Yes, it happens to be all three of them this year did that, where they didn't want to keep messing with Infinity. Like, Guardians, perfectly understandable. They did their Infinity Stone yeah. guest spot, right? And then, okay, now they're off to their next one. Um, and Thor, actually, well, Thor the Dark World had one of the Infinity Stones. Um, right. I would like to have seen, and this is one of the big questions coming out of this one, because a lot of people, including myself, suspected that the Soul Stone, the last one, was going to be in Ragnarok, that we would at least find out where it is, who has it. In fact, there was a lot of suspicion that actually Heimdall has the Soul Stone. Who's Heimdall? The gatekeeper for, he's the guy who stole the sword for the Bifrost? Oh, Idris Alba. Idris Alba. Okay. Right? His character, they set up way back in Thor 1, he, he, part of the reason why he's so good at his job, he can see all the souls out there. He can see, and he calls it, he describes it that way. I can see every every living soul. That's okay. how he knows where to find, who he needs to find to get them home with the Bifrost. So it would make sense that maybe he ha has had this soul stone, and that's how he's able to do what he can do. Okay. Uh, it, it, it works out thematically, especially when you go back to Thor 1, and that's how he describes how he can do what he can do. Yeah. Like, like he talks to, uh, at the end of Thor 1, uh, Thor talks to Heimdall and says, uh, you know, can you see Jane Foster? And he's like, I can see all the souls. Yes, I can see her, and she's she weeps for you, and she or she she looks to the sky for you. Like she, this guy's the ultimate peeping Tom, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so uh, that was... Um, Big a big suspicion, and now Heimdall is along for the ride. He got he got off yep, of Asgard. He's on the ship. Yep. He's he's on the ship. So maybe that might be the reveal in Infinity War that he's the last piece of the puzzle, which would be kind of neat. It brings the Idris Elba character, uh, you know, a little bit more up front for a bit, and then maybe Thanos kills him to get the stone out of him or something like that. I don't know. Well, didn't wasn't one of the stingers. Where, where, where Thanos turns to the camera and says, well, if you have to get something done, I guess you have to do it yourself or something like that. That's right, yeah. Does yeah. he not have the gauntlet at that time? He has the gauntlet, he just doesn't have all the stones. So, okay, so they show in this one that they have, the, 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 the gauntlet that Odin has is fake. Right, and Thanos has the real one. Okay, so he just has the gauntlet, none of the stones. Right, and that's why, you know, the, the big overarching story has been around the these stones of different powers right in order to get them yeah you know, now we have uh loki walking through odin's uh treasure room right and stops and stops at the tesseract right so i assume pretty he, much I, su I assume he has that he grabbed he that before the, he, yeah yeah he's just not telling anybody yet because he's like that's his his like get out of jail free card right at any point in time because it opens holes in space he could just be somewhere else right so that's that you know makes sense that he grabbed that before asgard fell um, so I guess my we, question we is... We know where almost all the store, the stones are. We just don't have the final one. So I guess my question is, is unless Black Panther has a whole bunch of shit that I don't think it's going to have, um, Thanos, I assume, is going to collect the Infinity Stones in Infinity War. Right, and I think that's why the stinger on this one was his ship showing up in front. Basically, it showed up right, uh, right where... They were drifting through space, Thor and Loki and all the Asgardians and all that, and Hulk. So it could start with that. We could open Infinity War with this stinger from Ragnarok, with Thanos, you know, boarding his sh their ship 
And if he knows that Loki has that t- the Tesseract, he needs it. So Would he know? I don't know how they're going to play that. Like, he does doesn't he have like to... a like, does he have like an Infinity Stone finder? He d- I don't think he does, but he he might he probably knows that it was last seen on Asgard. He probably knows that that Odin had it in his vault. Okay. Because they you know he was tied in with that storyline, right? We because uh, uh, of uh, well the original Avengers movie, he was tied yeah. into that. Yeah. So. He he probably knows that, and then he finds a ship full of Asgardians with oh look the guy that he that used to work for him <laughs> yeah Loki yeah so that ties it in nicely to Avengers okay and then kind of helps and that, that I'm I and this is all my guess I haven't heard anything no leaks or anything like that it's all I'm just speculating now based on well things and I will fully admit things in this movie didn't go the way I thought they were gonna go I'm not yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not denying that. And I and I know that can be a bit of a cause for frustration because I I did want to see the Soul Stone. I wanted that reveal. I wanted I wanted I, the I, I just set. wanted something. I just wanted something. I wanted this to move forward. Yeah. I wanted to feel like this. Um, was it what do they call it? The third. Uh, series, series three of the Avengers, Marvel oh, Cinematic oh, Universe, uh, season three. Oh oh oh. Uh, um. Phase three. Phase three. Thank you. Um, yeah. I, I was kind of hoping that this phase three was moving forward because, like I said, Guardians didn't move it any forward. Any uh, Spider Man was just to introduce Spider Man. Um, yeah. So the, I, I really expected something, especially with Infinity War coming up, and knowing that Black Panther is going to be his origin story, or at least a build off of Civil War from his origin story. Well, Civil um, War kind of was his origin story. His right. dad was the Black Panther. He and, and we saw him die, so he's right. But this is going to be sort of the introduction to Black Panther, and he's probably going to take care of whatever problems are happening in Wakanda. I assume. Yeah, and, and I saw the trailer today, uh, right yeah. before the movie, and that looks exactly like it's what it's going to be. Um, right. He's got problems in Wakanda. He's going to have to deal with that. You have Ulysses Claw, who's uh, 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 Andy Serkis's character. Okay. Introduced in Age of Ultron, is that he he's still around, so he's going to be uh, uh, a problem too. So Black Panther's got a full, a full, uh, full dance card there for right exactly. For his movie. So I yeah. knew that uh, with Guardians and Spider Man and Black Panther not having any kind of forward momentum as far as the overall universe is concerned, I was really looking forward to Thor because he's a main Avenger, like he is one of the six or seven or yeah. however many there are. <laughs> um, and so I, I really expected more of the main storyline. It didn't have to be like the whole movie and all about a little gemstone or whatever, but I expected something. Uh, and the closest I got was Loki walking by the Tesseract and going, hey, you know, and that was it. <laughs> so that, that, that was the reason for my big disappointment. Okay, well, wh- what we did get instead, and, uh, and I'll admit, yeah, I was kind of looking forward to something a bit more uh, but I, it, it sounds like they pretty much have the table set the way they want it for Infinity War. So we leave the last stone as as a, the last mystery to be revealed in the actual Avengers movie because it's a two-parter. And then then there's just basically this big old conflict, right? Like that's pretty much the basic story. So we have so in this one though, what I think what we did get. And and if I can go into some of the stuff I liked, sure, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, 
um, is we have now uh, advancements in two of our main characters, two of our main eventers. Thor is a very different person coming out of this movie than he was going in. He was point break with the blonde locks and all the attitude to, to beat the band. And, you know, he was humbled by Hela, lost an eye, Mjolnir's gone. Like, uh, there was... That was disappointing I, to me, actually. Uh, that he, I was hoping something would happen, that he would get it back. Even if this, one of the stingers was Doctor Strange saying, you know what, uh, here's what happened, I know what happened, here's what I've been able to do for you. And some sort of, like, if, it not, if not Mjolnir magically put back together, maybe some other enchanted weapon. Because he has been known to use, like, a battle axe, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I was hoping for something like that. Maybe we we'll bring Doctor Strange back at the end of the movie to kind of right that wrong. Yeah. But nope. No Mjolnir. Dad's gone. Asgard, his his realm is gone. He lost an eye. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's gone through a whole lot from since that first movie. So as far as a Thor movie goes, you have... Now we've seen a like a three part character arc. This third part being particular, particular, um, particularly rough. So you have a changed man right there, and that shows character progression. So I mean, it wasn't Avengers Ragnarok, thankfully. Like I mean, in Civil War, as great as Civil War was, Cap does go through a character arc, but it was like everyone kept calling it like Avengers two point five. I have no problem and, with that. A lot of people and, have a problem uh, no, with no, that. No, I, I don't. I, I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I, highest marks to that movie. Uh, go back and listen to our review for me gushing over that one. But this one, I think, really sought to look at the at, at do something with the character of Thor to change him up. Uh, not necessarily on purpose, just for him to become going from Thor, the son of Odin, to King Thor of whatever the hell's left of Asgardians, right? Right. But at least now he's the ruler of As of, of what's left of Asgard. He's now King Thor. Right. So that shows kind of a character progression. And and so in as much as yeah, we didn't get any Infinity War stuff, and we only had one other Avenger. At least we got you know uh, he's finally put the conflict. I think for now anyway with his brother to bed, which we you know as much as everyone loves Tom Hiddleston as Loki as much as I do too, it's not always the Thor movies aren't going to always be about a fight with his brother. Which seems to, which has no. been the theme of the last two, and even kicked off Avengers. Like used nicely. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. To kick off Avengers. Yeah. But at least it, that beef is now done, for now, right? Loki. I don't think it, it's done, but yeah, go ahead. We, well, we know, well we know that Loki can. I mean, he could, and probably will join Thanos. Basically, like this guy's gonna win. Hey, Pally, how's it going? Remember me? We used to work together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that's one. Second, we get a tease of a potential change in the Incredible Hulk, where he may be able to live just as the Hulk and not keep shifting back and forth to Banner. Like, Banner was really scared about turning back into the Hulk because he thought he would be stuck for another, for years again. Because at the end of Age of Ultron, we see him as the Hulk. He never changed back to Banner until Thor plays him that recording from uh, from Black Widow. Yeah. So for two years he's been the Hulk, and Banner has been stuck, like stuck in a mental cage, if you will, unable to get out. And with Hulk being in all these fights, that just keeps that adrenaline up. It just keeps that, like that, the Hulk persona got stronger and took over that dual personality. So we now have a Bruce Banner kind of in peril of maybe not coming back, uh, and the Hulk being the only one there is because he's mentally now the strongest. 
But potentially, oh, okay, there's some potential but, there. But yeah. okay, but let's say that's the case. And, and here's my argument to this because this is something that I had a frustration with because if he's just going to be the Hulk from now on, yeah, I'm totally okay with that. Bruce Banner does nothing to help them fight Thanos. Going they, forward, no, they, right? Exactly. So, In the previous movies, he was just a science-y techno babble along with Stark and you know the other. He was the, just another egghead. You're yeah. absolutely right. And when that was needed, okay. Yeah, and, and we've and we've done with that. I don't think we need that anymore. Um, the other part to that is is it's the whole oh I don't think I'll ever turn be able to turn back into Bruce Banner bullshit. Because <laughs> eventually you're going to meet up with Black Widow again. And that's going to cause it. We don't. We don't know. But come at on, least, Mark. Come on. I, 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 hey, don't get me wrong. I'm sure Mark Ruffalo doesn't want to do mocap the rest of this series. Like, come on. Like, and, <laughs> I, just going by this movie alone, he's the Hulk. He's been the Hulk for two years. He's never been able to break out. He sees a recording of Black Widow. Yeah, and he turns and that, back in the Bruce Banner. So that breaks him. So if. It, 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 if for and this comes out of nowhere. He's like, well, I guess not, not out of nowhere, but I mean, it's 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 just stated and not really stated why that he would turn into the Hulk and never be able to turn back, because before he could do it at will. Just now, yeah. all of a sudden, now he can't. He lost. Yeah, he lost that ability. Uh, so, okay, off screen so somewhere. We have a we have a ch- right. We have a, a, another character change. Another you know what I mean. Another like a, almost a progression where now he's got to, he's got to reassert control over the Hulk persona, I guess, if, if he has a chance of ever yeah. being Banner again. Right. But the thing and, is, is like, uh, is like Hulk never being able to turn back into Bruce Banner to me is like saying, well, justice league, the, the, the justice league movie is coming up and I guess we're not going to have Superman in it because he's dead. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, he's not dead. Obviously they're going to bring him back. And obviously Bruce Banner is going to be able to change back. Or he's going to be able to change back into Bruce Banner because he's going to meet up with Black Widow eventually. I, this is a setup. This is classic cinema setup. Like I saw this coming a mile away. Like, but, but but we won't. Yeah, but we won't. We won't find that out until the next Avengers. Movie. Sure, but I'm I'm just saying. I'm calling it now. Let's just say that. Sure, I'm calling yeah, it now. Hey, I, <laughs> No, no, hey, don't get me wrong, I'm not, uh, uh, it's not the best and absolute, like, this isn't a Hulk movie either, but the fact that they actually wanted to insert some sort of stakes for the Hulk, when they didn't have to, like, it, they literally could have just said the Hulk was the, the Hulk persona because he was always fighting, and he liked it, and then they could have just said, well, you've broken out, you're no longer a slave of the Grandmaster, and then puny Banner comes back. Right. They they could have and and that would have been the shortcut easiest way to do it, but to actually give Banner something to actually worry about, and and basically that loss of control. I'm, yeah, I'm like, oh, all right, that that shows that you, you know, like you're thinking about the character and and not just him as he's not just a, a Mjolnir, you know what I mean? Like just a yeah. thing to beat the beat stuff up with. So yeah, and I guess and. and... Like you, you called it adding stakes to Hulk Hulk's character, but I guess I I don't really see the stakes because I don't believe it. It's easily fixable. You're you know absolutely what I mean? right. But so it, yeah. like, there's no but, stakes. There's no stakes in there for me for that. But at least they left us something, and and when they didn't have to, and that's that's exactly. all I'm saying. Yeah, they left that's us. Fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm silver lining it for yeah, sure. And uh, absolutely, you know, and and. It, it added to my overall enjoyment of the movie, and then it, it adds a little something when he does willingly turn back into the Hulk because he knows he has to. He's because, like you said, puny Banner is not what they need in order to 
to even fix this problem. He had to friggin' fight Fenris, the Hellhound. Oh, so, yeah, Jacob from Twilight? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Jacob's he looks like, exactly like the Twilight fucking ja- werewolves. It's like, it's like uh, Jacob's older brother, though, bigger brother, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, uh, I'm just like, like Jacob's oh, pa. Like, oh, that, that, that's what happened to Jacob after Bella left uh, left with Edward. Oh, okay, there wait, he is. Wait, do, do, do you think the, the dog lifted more weights so he could get taller? Because like, he was huge. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, maybe he just got angrier. I don't know. He, he got angrier? <laughs> Jacob always changed sizes in those movies anyway. I figured maybe he's the Hulk, so maybe he just he gets angrier, he gets bigger. I don't know. Oh, let's let's not give them that even that much credit. <laughs> I, will, I will not sit here and let you compare Jacob to the that Incredible was, Hulk. <laughs> that was the only time. And I laughed in this movie because I saw the big thing hop, hop out on the rainbow bridge there, and I was like, oh, it's fucking Jacob. Nice. Um, <laughs> and nobody else was laughing because it was a real big, serious scene, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm the only one here who saw Twilight. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that, well, that You know what? That's actually not too far off because a lot of your audience may not have had dates when those came out. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> or a podcast like ours. So. <laughs> they didn't have dates back then. They probably didn't have dates now either. So, um, <laughs> Hey, I didn't have a date for this me movie. Me neither. I, I so <laughs> throw myself under that bus too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I brought up the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So was there anything you liked in this movie? Uh, Kate Blanchett. I know. For wow. what it's worth. Yeah. Um, yep. she played a great villain. Uh, I really liked her. I didn't like what she had to do with it. I didn't like the writing part of it, but I liked her. Um, okay. I, I liked the fact that it wasn't dark. You know, the Thor yeah. movies before now have been really dark and very serious and very serious toned. Well, in the, in the first one, they, they hired Kenneth Branagh as the director uh, thinking yeah. they would get like, like some sort of Marvel Shakespeare. Yeah, exactly. Right. And this one, they're like, let's hire the funny Aust- uh, New Zealander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, the Dark World was aptly named. Yeah. Um, and, the, like, the plot line wasn't confusing as it was in the Dark World. It wasn't, you know, droning on and on, and the villain was easy to hear. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I could I could understand what he was saying, or she was saying in this one. And, um, yeah, and what she was doing, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I was entertained by the movie. The the movie itself is, is entertaining. Um. I was entertained enough to stay with it, uh, you know, and not be taken out of it. Okay. Um, there were a couple of times where the movie poked me out of it. <laughs> um, I'm going to refer you to the um, scene where he's in the chair waiting to see the Grandmaster. And the song from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is playing. Yes. I'm like, hmm. What, what do we say about referencing movies? <laughs> oh, you don't reference a better movie in your movie. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, yeah. So I was like, I was like, really? Was that was that Gene Wilder singing that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't Gene Wilder. He's dead. Remember? No, but the I meant the recording. Oh from, yeah, yeah. From the original. Yeah. No, I think it was a redone, but because it wasn't Johnny Depp, and thank goodness. For yeah. That, thank God. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Cr uh, Cr or is it review of yes. the Char- Johnny Depp Charlie? Uh, yeah. Shameless plug for or is it? Yeah. Um. Uh, to hear more thoughts on that one, <laughs> like, and and while I appreciate the the more levity tone of the movie, um, I felt it was too too jokey. Mm. Um, where a lot of scenes were wasted. I think this movie could have been an hour and a half, 
And I think I might challenge myself to when this movie comes out on DVD to actually re-edit this movie. Oh, wow. And take out all the garbage that's in this movie that you don't need. Um, like, um, uh, like, uh, and the stupid rock character. Oh, I hated that rock character. Oh, <laughs> from now on, I'm just going to call him Jar Jar Binks. Cause that's what he is to me. He's just Jar Jar Binks. He's just wasted fucking screen time because, and uh, he does a joke near the end that is indicative of just about every joke in this movie. And it's, um, when Asgard is being destroyed. He's like, well, you know, as long as there's still a foundation left, you can rebuild. Boom! Well, your foundation's gone now. Wah, wah. You know, and I'm like, ah, okay. Like, I could see the joke coming. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like, I don't mind well, you want to be funny, when, but we... at least, you know, surprise me with a couple of punchlines. You know, I saw every punchline coming. Every yeah. single one of them. Like, there was not a good there's no comedian writing this there was no funny person writing this movie they thought they were funny because <laughs> they threw in a bunch of jokes but yeah um the, well this is uh where the professionalism is showing in terms of like being stand-ups right well true but, but, but i mean i don't think only... it takes a I don't think it takes now, a lot to see those jokes coming. I mean, come on. No, 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 honest. no. You're no, no. You're right. You're right. But and I'm, and I'm not. I I, I didn't. Fi- I didn't want to finish on that. Right. I, sorry. Sorry. No, no. It's okay. I uh, I heard an interview with Tika Waititi, the guy who directed this and basically co-wrote it. Okay. He's also that voice of Korg that you don't like. Oh, okay. The director. Yeah, he's he is an actor too uh, in uh, like New Zealand, Australia. And he was explaining, and I know jokes do not get better with explanation, but I didn't know, uh, this might be interesting, that they really did lean, and I mean, you had uh, the Australian Chris Hemsworth, uh, New Zealand director, Carl Urban's from, you know, down that way as yeah. well. Cape uh, uh, Blanchett's from England, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she's not from there, but I guess apparently they really did end up kind of in their own that's a bit of a comedic style. Like if we were to watch a lot of like Australian, New Zealand television, you'd see right. a lot of humor that way. Kind of like, you know, there's like British humor, then North American humor, or like even American humor, Canadian humor, British right. humor. We What we got was a healthy, okay, you might say unhealthy, <laughs> dose, dose of kind of New Zealand, Australia type of humor for like sitcoms and movies and stuff like that. Right. So. That's he really did bring his own flavor to this, which is yeah. how it ended up being. And I mean, like, a f- there is a, a bunch of it apparently that was improv. Like it was, and he it explained seems how, that way. Yeah, he's he he explained how uh, was it him or was it uh, or was it an interview I saw with Hemsworth? One of the two explained the humor a bit that like the style of humor. It's to create a moment, make it uncomfortable, and then try, and then keep dragging it out a bit to make it even more uncomfortable until it hopefully gets funny again. Right, the Daniel Tosh method, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. So that's that's big down there apparently. I know that's not I'm not trying to put all of like Australian New Zealand comedians in one box, but as far as like a movie TV writing style, you might see that in like a sitcom down there or something like that right. where they would draw they would make these awkward situations draw them out and then you know, for the sake of getting laughs, right? Yeah. So they they extend their role essentially, like to 
and and, and don't or get me try wrong. To, like, try I, to. I don't mind humor in the movie, especially in this one. But when it, when it starts wasting time, um, that's when I have a problem with it. You know what I mean? And 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 that's the thing. And it, it makes me wonder. It's like, oh, maybe we just fi- we finally hit a Marvel movie that wasn't like quote unquote made for us. Like it's always been uh, like targeting target the North American demographic, and then. Uh, probably should include China, you know, because <laughs> they're a big, too big sell, sales demographics. Yeah. Okay. See, see the Transformers series of late for details. <laughs> yeah, and how well have they gone over? <laughs> I'm just no, no, but I'm just saying like that seems to be the idea, right? Or uh, but now we we might have one that's like, well, I don't want to say not written for us. I'm sure they they obviously want the universal appeal as much as they can get in a comic book movie. But at the same time, it's like oh, now now our, our and it made me it did make me question, especially after hearing those interviews. Like, are we now on the outside looking in? Humor wise, do you know what I mean? Because we're not used to that. Maybe. Like, like we're 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 uh, uh, you know, Chandler says something, Joey says something stupid, and then Chandler makes fun of him for it. Boom. There's your. Yeah, and and next scene, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, <laughs> and now we're back at the coffee shop for no reason, you know. So, yeah. right? So maybe it's just we've been kind of groomed a little differently, and I know that doesn't make it better. I know it doesn't, yeah. but I did. I did want to bring that up because I heard the interview first, and then saw the movie. Right. And I was like, I was like, oh, and yeah, I could see the punchlines coming. Like that's that's fine, but it was like, okay, I get what what they were talking about. So. Um, and again, you shouldn't need to do homework to go into a movie, right? <laughs> I right. Will, I will quote you on that one. You know, yeah, <laughs> for no, sure. It's just um, I, I just I found it. I found it interesting. I guess. I don't know, like, and I guess it was just like I said. This movie's two and a half hours long, and I don't think yeah. it needed to be. Um, I think they could have kept it a tight two. I mean, at the like, most, I, at the most. I, well, I let's just say the action scenes I wouldn't want to see on the cutting room floor. I I no, really the action scenes them. were good. The the gladiator scene between Hulk and Thor I th- I thought was awesome. Uh, you let's know, get I, to that. Yeah, let's get to that. Um, I agree with you. Uh, the actual fight scene is great. Uh, here's my issue with that. Here's my well, not my issue, my frustration with it. I'm, I want to choose, and I'm choosing that word frustration very carefully because it's not like okay. I hated it, but. It, it's a sticking point. I think you are started off our podcast with it a little years ago. With this. Oh, the sticking point. This oh, is, the sticking point's this back. Is the yeah. Sean Taylor sticking point of the movie. Cool. And it's not really the fault of the movie. It's the fault of the advertising. Uh, for weeks now, they have done a serious blast of commercials for this, where I'm seeing it not only online before YouTube videos, I'm seeing it in between rounds on my Angry Birds 2 app, right? Wow! And it says watch a video to get a free life or to get an extra bird, and, and it's Thor Ragnarok. It's Thor Ragnarok, you know. And I'm well, sure that's going to switch now to Justice League. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I'm sure you've seen trailers for this movie, right? I like uh, I've said before. I try to avoid them, but they were unavoidable. Like uh, we got a trailer before. Well, I go see a Marvel movie. Guess what? I'm getting a trailer for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like as going back to Spider Man, and even before that. Right, and in that trailer, you see Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. So why then is 20 minutes of the movie a build-up to this grand champion, and oh, who is this grand champion, and oh, the grand champion, you have to fight the grand champion. 
Oh, I hear this. I don't know who the grand... This is literally a line from the movie. Loki says, I don't know who this grand champion is, but I'm placing a bet on him, so don't let me down. You know, like, there's there's like 10 to 20 minutes of, of build-up to this grand champion, and I'm like, it's Hulk. It's Hulk. Right. Get to the fight. We all know it's Hulk. The uh, No, you're, you're right. The marketing team did no favors, and all it does in the story, it doesn't give it away for... Thor to know that he's facing the Hulk. That's yeah, but... the only the only purpose it serves in in the story. He he doesn't know who he's fighting. The problem is thanks to marketing, we all know who it is. So there's no surprise reveal. Exactly, and that's the I, thing. I, it's, it's I absolutely yeah. The, even the best line from that when he's like, "Yes, it's a, my friend from work." That was so good, which I think would have gotten way better laughs had we not ever uh, collectively all seen it somewhere at fifty some point times time. before we saw the movie. Yeah, no, I agree. But, before a YouTube video, I uh, call me old-fashioned. I still have cable television. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that I have to fast-forward through. Like, I, I watch from PBR now because I keep fast-forwarding through all these trailers that I don't want to see. Um, I can't watch live TV because no. it's just like, you're, you're going to give away every movie I want to see. Thank you very much. Yeah. And this one, absolutely, the marketing team. Fuck. <laughs> like, it, I, I wish they would listen to someone for once. And it's just really disappointing to me because, you know, Marvel has this um, sort of this this air of, you know, well, we have everything planned and everything is mapped out and we have everything. We're doing everything on purpose. And then you fail at one teaser, at one trailer. Yeah. Like, how how could you do that? You can keep all of your stingers secret. Like, nobody knew going in that Thanos was going to be uh, implicated in the, in the stinger. Nobody knew at the end of uh, the end of whichever it was that the Spider-Man uh, thing was going to happen, right? With the little watch thing. Nobody knew coming in uh, to the original Iron Man that uh, Samuel Nick Jackson Fury was going to show that up. Nick yeah. Fury was going to show up. You've been able to hide these little stingers. How is it that you can't hide the Hulk? They, I, they, I guess they made the decision that says, well, do we want to advertise that Hulk is in this or not? And for the love of God, it would have been so much more impactful had they actually just said, no, it's Thor Ragnarok. What's the story about? Just go watch the movie. Maybe give some clips of like him and Loki talking and, you know, let's let's show Hela. OK, I mean, let's show the yeah, bad guy. Fine. Let's 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 pimp out Anthony Hopkins for the for the last time and show him again. You know? And, yeah. And yeah, sure. Uh, Heimdall. Like there's all these other characters. Hell, uh Carl Urban, why not show him? You know what I mean? You already yeah. did, but I mean, this one thing, I absolutely agree, had they kept it, it would have blown my mind if if that somehow that was never known at all, that he that it was going to be him and Thor on, a, on an adventure. Yeah. To, I mean, we would, as soon as you got to Sakaar, those who knew the Planet Hulk storyline would be like, oh my God, I think the Hulk is here. Yeah, sure. But, but for but guys like might, me, no idea. But but even so, you would say, okay, I think the Hulk is here. But then again, Thor never came to to Sakaar, so we don't know, right? If we had, if we didn't know, we wouldn't have known. And so then, him actually, like, who this grand champion is, there's other po- potentials. I'm not going to bother going into it, but there's other potential characters that could have shown up uh, that are actually somewhat related to Thor, believe it or not. So, uh, but then to have the Hulk burst through. I would have lost my mind. I'm a Hulk fan. I would have. I probably would have actually, for the you know, cheered and given a good old woohoo to yeah. to see him like that, especially like that in his full gladiator gear, ripping the door apart. Just can't wait to kick some ass. 
Yeah, and I don't think he was actually supposed to be a surprise because right before he comes out, they all, all the crowd is chanting Hulk, 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 right? Yeah. But, but how that would have been so much better. That would have been such a great reveal. Even uh, if like, they did, even with that, if they're you get the crowd chanting, I'm like, are they? No way. Are they fucking chanting Hulk? Sure. Oh my God, he's here. He's here. Rip. Woohoo! You know, like that. Yeah. 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 Marketing robbed me of that moment. And like you have so much else to to build this movie on. You you could have shown clips from Ragnarok at the end because let's face it, like I said, doesn't mean anything by the time it happens. They so, already gave away Mjolnir. Yep. There. Yeah. Gave away the fact that he loses his hammer. You you sort of gave away Kate Blanchett, but I didn't. Yeah. But I didn't know she was in this until a couple of days prior to seeing the movie. I didn't realize from the trailer it was her. Um, yeah. You could have teased Doctor Strange in the movie. His appearance. Well, like you could they, have teased you know, Anthony Hopkins. You could have teased the big dragon fight at the beginning. You could have teased Ragnarok at the end, or the, or the Ragnarok fight at the beginning. Either or, you could have done so much in the trailer to get people... Go- Let's face it, it's a Marvel movie. People are going to go see a Marvel movie. And especially if you keep a secret. If you keep a secret, especially the size of Hulk, people yeah. are going to come out and go, dude, you got to see this movie. You won't believe what happens. Yeah, it's... Right? it's it's They could have... And, and especially since they bought the franchise, they should have created as close as they can to another Luke, I'm your father moment. They had the chance. Yeah. Yep, hold, just ha- just like the game master, keep the big guy behind the doors until it's actually time for him to to rip the curtain and yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, this, I, I, absolutely. You know what I would have done if I was in marketing? I would have taken that tease that uh, that stinger from the end of Doctor Strange with uh, with him and Chris Hemsworth. Uh, was it's it? in it's in it's in this movie. It's the, yeah, it's, oh, it's the beer scene. Yeah, because I thought that scene. looked familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, the, the beer scene. I would have just played that. And then maybe a few flashes of some other stuff. Yeah. And Flash then, the you know, action and whatever, yeah. Yeah, like when, uh, how about some, some of those scenes when they're jumping from ship to ship and just punching into the engines to, you know. Yeah. That was cool on Sakaar. That was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you mean, don't know it's Sakaar by looking at it. And leave out the orgy button. Oh, that was, that was weird. Oh, I was so... Again, wah wah. Yeah. Oh, there's gross. Oh, there's got to be a weapon on here now. Hey, orgy, everybody! I'm like, really? And I'm sitting next to a nine-year-old, two seats down from me. Awkward. And there's shits and bitches and orgies mentioned, and I'm like, his mom's gonna have to have a conversation with him. You know that, right? (laughs) Like, you're forcing a serious conversation here. Um, yeah, it bring, brings a whole new meaning to, do you want me to put the hammer down? Like yeah, that? exactly. And it's like, <laughs> and, and and that was another thing. I was disappointed he didn't get his hammer back. And uh, I, I, you, especially with all they've done with the hammer, like they, they used it as a tease with, uh, with Coulson, Agent Coulson there at the end of, I think it was the original uh, Hulk movie, right? It was at the end or of Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Um. You have the whole big joke scene where they're all getting drunk at the beginning of Ultron, where Captain America shakes it and tries to pick it up, and he can't. Yeah. Um, and there's been a whole bunch of other things, and like in the original Thor movie, he gets his hammer taken away, and he, the whole movie is him trying to get the hammer back. So and when he does, he kicks some ass. Yeah. And when he does, he kicks some ass. So now, 
you've taken the hammer completely away, which almost strips him of what makes Thor Thor. And now you're just giving him force the, lightning. The the yeah. Now he's the emperor. Yeah. Now he's the emperor. Like there. I mean, okay, cool, but. There's one. There was one thing, and I don't know if it's actually going to come back. I kind of hope it does. Um, in Spider-Man: uh, Homecoming, when they're shipping out the stuff from the Avengers Tower, because there, it takes place during the time that they're mid-transit from the Avengers Tower, New York, to upstate New York. Right. He mentions uh, Thor's belt. Okay. Yeah, Thor. Yeah, Thor has a magic belt. He doesn't wear it, but it apparently makes him even stronger. So, is that going to get actually used? Is he going to is he going to strap that on in order to you know go punch Thanos in the chin? I don't know. Let's see how a or, belt makes you stronger, but okay. It's it's a well. How does a hammer well, return to you after you throw well, it? That's true. Fair enough. That's ma- it's a magic. <laughs> it's a magic belt. This is stuff pulled from from Norse myth. Right? Yeah. Like right. Yeah. So the, you know the but you're right. The the hammer was just as was a. a it's 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 like the Hulk's green skin. It was part of his identity. Yeah. So I was really disappointed that we didn't get it back. I'm hoping something happens that he does get it back. Um, maybe if it's even designed a little differently, because I've seen different Norse designs of Mjolnir, and it it's a it's um some of the war hammers in uh, like ancient Norway and stuff. They were like a hammer axe uh, duo. Right. So you had a hammer on one side and then an axe blade on the other, so you get both. Something like that would be kind of cool. I doubt they're going to do that for for Marvel Thor, but so even if they redesign Mjolnir, but he gets it back. I mean, that's yeah. I I I, I really I do want that. I don't know. Hey, don't get me wrong. I, I won't be disappointed if he gets good old Mjolnir back. Don't get me wrong. I you know, like I, I want it to happen. And, and and again, like this is one of the cases where I'm I'm completely not of the majority um, because this movie's doing very well uh, critic wise and, and fan wise. Um, did you pick this one for, I did. Yep. This one's going to be good for you for our con. Yes. And uh, that's for our know your audience contest. Yet another shameless plug. Uh, go, <laughs> go and check out that podcast, participate in the game uh, with us. We're picking Movies for, uh, you know, what's going to be like the best rated at the box office according to fans and critics. So we're using Rotten Tomatoes for that. See our podcast. Know your audience for the for that detail. So it's doing really well. Uh, you mentioned on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'm looking at box office mojo. Hulk is all over the poster. So they, uh, for some reason, they went with this storyline so it's good, but at the same time, did they really think that they needed Hulk to advertise a Thor movie? Well, and, and see, the Thor movies have not done very well in the box office. Uh, agreed, agreed. Um, uh, that's uh, so I can understand why they would throw Hulk in um, and advertise it, but yeah. at the same time, and uh, and that's fine. I have no problem if you want to do that, but if you're going to do that. Don't then waste 20 minutes of my time in the movie leading up to this, oh, who is this grand champion thing? Because we yeah. all know who it is. You know what I mean? Well, and, and, and that's part of the problem right there. Is I, and I wonder at what point the decision changes hands from, 
And I do. I wonder this about other movies too. What the, the people writing the movie want to create a sense of they want to entrance and engross you in their movie in their story that they're trying to tell, and then they have to hand it all off to some corporate so and sos with MBAs and say, well, no, the best way to advertise this is if we give all the good shit away. Well, I, we've seen it multiple times. Yeah, and I, and I fully agree with you. Um, however, this is Disney. And this is mm-hmm. Marvel. Marvel, I think, at this point has earned the right to say, "Leave that out of the leave that out of the trailer, leave that out of the trailer, leave that out of the trailer." And I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige has final say on all trailers. I hope so. I but would at assume the same so. Time, at the same time, it's like I, I would have put, I would have said the Hulk, like I, I don't know, maybe middle of the road, like yes, the Hulk's in the movie, but don't give away where. Don't put him in the gladiator gear in that poster. Put him just like the Hulk, just just him. Yeah. Just have him looming over everything, and then you wonder how this is all going to hell under uh, different marketing circumstances. We could have had a conversation like a year ago <laughs> where I would have said, I wonder if they're going to do something where maybe the Hulk is Ragnarok. He's so powerful that Thor has to, you know, maybe he gets to Asgard somehow, and Loki brings him there, and then he's the reason for the destruction. So... It keeps it all in the family. I don't, you know, what I mean, like under different circumstances, not knowing, not knowing about Sakaar and the World War Hulk story part of it. Yeah, that could have easily, and then, and then, just been blown away once they say the planet, and then I can, then those who know know, those who don't are even better, and boom, there's your big reveal. Then, and then it, everything falls into, you know, falls in line. Yeah, but you know and we just got it got uh, served up on a silver platter here's all the good stuff in the movie so oh and one of our good jokes too we were really proud of this one here why don't you take a look yeah yeah so then yeah cuz what happened and i i wish these same people would go to the theaters to see the trailers that you know after the trailers they made when that joke doesn't get a chuckle yeah it, it got nothing in, in my it theater got, i i think there was one person who maybe got dragged out to see the movie and it was like, <laughs> she was like ha oh uh we all, I guess, we all knew this. Never mind. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, or one of those people. I think may have heard a couple of laughs, but I chalked that up to those people always laugh at that joke, no matter how many times they, they see it. You know, they I mean? rewatched the trailer over and over. Again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they signed up for Angry Birds too, just for the trailer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, now, um, but here's an example, though. I mean. Uh, let's let's go to M Night Shyamalan. Uh, we were talking about this off air, and uh, how and so this is a complete spoiler for the movie Split, by the way. But uh, it's been a while, and we already did a review of it. So if you're actually going to be spoiled, then I'm sorry. But anyway, yeah, you should have seen it by now. And if you haven't seen it, go see it now. It's a fantastic movie, absolutely. So this is the little preamble to give you a chance to fast forward or or you know whatever. Um, but. Holy cow, when Bruce Willis shows up at the, the end of that movie. Yeah. And you find out right at the end that it's actually tied into Unbreakable. It ne- it was never leaked. No. no one ever talked about it. And guess what? Guess who's not on the poster? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Get, you know what I mean? He's not wearing his shirt with his name tag on it. They don't show him in the diner. He is nowhere anywhere in any of the marketing and that movie did just fine yeah and that's and and that big reveal is part of the reason why i love that movie had that not been a reveal i may not have liked that movie so much but that made the movie better 
Um, now you can yeah. argue that Bruce Willis and the Hulk have also very different levels of uh, inclusion in their respective movies too. <laughs> like uh, the and, Hulk is uh, in the majority of this movie because he's in right. about an hour in. Uh, I knew that because the lady down the way kept her kept turning her phone fucking on. But anyway, um, no, and and it is just to set up the next one. But at the same time, I believe it was leaked that. Sam Jackson would show up to recruit Iron Man to the Avengers. I, I think it was, you know, uh, oh, hey, uh, Thanos is going to be the next big villain. We've already announced it, and you may stay tuned after the credits. You may get a, a glimpse of him and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Under the the marketing team that did Split, they probably could have found a way to, like, even just tease the Hulk without showing his full role. Or, or somehow leave him out altogether and be like, no, this is Thor's story. And then, boom. You know what I mean? Like, that's the the level of surprise that I would love to have had, especially with a character like that. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the other things that kind of disappointed me was I really felt that Anthony Hopkins was uh, checked out. Uh, yes. And it's like, okay, they, it's... And I hated it to think it, but it's good that they killed him off. Well, I, I just don't think he cared. And, and actually, I, I felt bad because... It looks like he cared a lot more for Transformers the last night than he did for this one. Or, hey, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe he was disappointed that he was getting killed off, so he's just phoned it in. <laughs> I don't know. He he really was... phoned it in. Jeff Goldblum was, was fine. Um, I, I have to quote my nephew on this one. Uh, Jeff Goldblum as Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I really didn't like the banter between him and his sidekick there. Oh, oh, the giant lady? Yeah, the the, the big lady. I'm like, uh, you can cut that off. You can stop that whenever you, the hell you want. Yeah. Why, why would I want the death stick? Why would I? I didn't ask for the death stick. Why would you think worse? Why are you trying? Like, oh, they're the 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 two women behind him are are making faces at each other, showing that there's history that one hates the other, and the one that that she hates is always being praised by Goldblum, but it has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah, and that's like two, yeah. three minutes of the movie, and I'm like, "Stop it! Move forward, please." Yeah, like, it it doesn't like I like the introduction of the Valkyrie character, but uh, you know, I don't know. I I thought she was tossed in. We've never heard of these Valkyries before. She gets thrown into this movie. I yeah. doubt seriously she's going to be in Infinity War. If she is, she'll die quickly. She is actually. I'm sure she'll she, die quickly. Yeah. Now there's uh I actually just before we uh we we started a recording session I actually was uh listening to or watching a, a, another YouTube channel and they were talking about now do you remember Lady Sif from the first two movies the redhead uh yeah black well I think her hair was black but she she was the the female warrior that ran off screaming in the play yeah uh pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah uh no but but that was yeah uh, Jamie Alexander is the actress's name she's uh got a lead on the show Blind Spot okay which apparently left unfortunately left her unavailable for this movie but she was supposed to have a larger role so there's it was probably that one and and that yeah that she was based she it might have been her that basically like took off and ended up on Sakaar after you know Loki took the throne or whatever I don't know um but she, unfortunately she wasn't and so that's why she wasn't in this movie was because she just couldn't be there to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then they and then they just deal off the the Warriors three very quickly. So Ray Stevenson got a paycheck for an afternoon. Why? Who is he? 
Uh, Balder is the big one. Oh, no, Volstag. Volstag, sorry. The tall guy, he was standing right near the sword of, uh, uh, like, Heimdall's sword at the Bifrost when Hela oh, comes okay. in. I wonder, then, I wonder if those two were part of Thor's gang. They, but, yeah, they, they were. Yeah. Okay. And then the, yeah. Asian, the Asian one, too, was also a part of that world, right? That's right. Hogan is yeah. his name. And he gets, uh, he gets killed, so. He goes, yeah, he doesn't go out like a sucker like the other two. Yeah. Like That's what I was kind of in. thought too, and I was like, "Wow, we spent so much time with these other characters. Now they're just dead." Okay, they're they're dead. I know. I, I, I it would have been nice to have one. I think so too. I would have loved to have had one last ride with those guys. You know what I mean? Like bring them along at least to you know, or bring them back in after Sakar, so that way they I can guess, at least. But I, I, I well, know. I would have made I would have made them part of that final fight, and then have them go go out like warriors. You know? Sure. Fair enough. That's a hey. That's a you know. Uh, Valhalla worthy death, you know. So, <laughs> I would, I would have at least given him that. Let's put it that way. Um, okay, I will. Uh, one. Um, a mean Mark sticking point. I did have one. Okay. Carl Urban. His character yeah, is useless. That I, I really didn't care for that character. I, 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 they just needed someone for Kate Blanchett to yammer to, I guess. And again, so, wasted time. All wasted of those character. scenes, wasted time. Uh, I mean, the, the whole thing about uh, him going off of, the, like, you're trying to tell me that, oh, yeah, that was another thing. You're trying to tell me that these uh, Legion of Undead Warriors that have been brought back to life by magic are mm-hmm. killed by an AK-47? <laughs> I know, right? Like, they seem, they're they pretty brittle. I mean, they were getting tossed about and, I, and uh, handled quite sorry. handily. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I've seen guys in iron suits. I've seen uh, giant Hulk creatures. I've seen gods and guys who can do magic. I've seen Batista go into the belly of a giant beast and break out of it, laughing, um, laughing. And and I was like, AK forty sevens are not on my radar at this point. Yeah. When I go into a oh, Marvel yeah. movie. You know what I mean? You're absolutely right. Uh, you, talking raccoons and. Uh... You know, we yeah, we've seen we've seen a whole lot on our journey here. Uh, Ant Men, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I'll even take a dancing baby tree over fucking AK forty sevens in a comic book movie. Uh, the the I don't know much about about the character Scour- Scourge, but I really he was completely unnecessary in this movie. And he dies at the end, so who cares? Yeah, yeah, he he has some sort of his own little character arc where he's he's a, a bad guy and then he kind of does the right thing at the end and dies quote unquote nobly. Yeah, but, but what a waste. Yeah, but nobody cares. No, he was. Yeah, I, I really. They could have had just anybody. Yeah, you know, you know what would have been better? I think I just thought of it now. Uh, maybe Hela doesn't kill Hogan. Maybe she captures him and has him chained beside her throne. Yeah, mind so fucks can, him or something. So she can just, yeah, so she can blather to him and put him down and like basically kind of draw out his, and then just execute him before it's time for the final. Yeah. She wanted uh, an executioner. Who doesn't execute? He doesn't execute anybody. No. What a wasted scene that was, too. I'll tell you yeah. where he is. Like, fuck, she's the goddess of death. She, I think she can't figure it out. I'm willing to suspend my disbelief that she can look out and go, oh, I think a lot of people are over there. Maybe I can... Or maybe use all the fucking magic that's in Asgard. Maybe there's a magic mirror somewhere. Mirror, mirror, tell me where all the people are. Yeah, you know, like, a, divi- a divining rod. You know sure, I mean? yeah, some some sort of divining rod or... Uh... Sure, something... Yeah, the, the rod of where the people are-ness, you know, or whatever. Oh. Or actually, why don't we... How about this? Uh, 
Norse myth legend says uh, Odin has two crows that that uh, that go out, um, and he can see through their eyes. Sure. They help him. They help him be the All Father, and he can see more because they go out and see for him, and he can see. Why? What if she took over those two? Yeah. And they find it. And I like mean, uh, the Valkyrie chick, she starts off as like, "No, I don't. I don't bow down to the crown and blah blah blah." And like, okay, I know where this is going. Yeah. Halfway yeah, through the yeah. movie, she's gonna fall in love with Thor, and sure as shit, there it is. I'm well, like, okay, can we move forward? Okay, Natalie Portman's not coming <laughs> back. I get it. Kat Dennings is too expensive now. I don't know why she's off two broke girls, but whatever. Whatever, fine. Just get to it. I'm like, move <laughs> forward, please. <laughs> hey, well, uh, uh, the only thing I'll say to that Valkyrie comment about her falling in love, um, you didn't see this movie with your sister, who swooned and swooned. Oh, I'm had sure. It. I'm sure. Uh, so uh, it was it was a bit of a family affair. My nephew is in his twenties was there. My older sister, her her husband, and then sitting to my other side was friend of the show Big Mac and yeah. and uh, and his son. So if, from on my left, swoon and and teehees and you know along with the other girls that were doing the same thing. And then uh, all credit to Big Mac for this line. He, he quotes uh, Galaxy Quest says, "Well, I see you managed to get your shirt off." You know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, final thoughts and ratings? Well, my final thoughts and uh, coming into this, I didn't know I was going to have to defend this so fervently, but that's all right. I do, and I don't think I've done a good enough job. And well, that's okay. Go that's ahead. okay. That's, you know what? Uh, that's fine. I'm not, this isn't a competition or a debate show. This is our opinions. And you've, you've brought up some really good points. Um, but coming out of this movie, I had a really good time. I, I didn't get what I was expecting. But I liked what uh, what I got, and I'm kind of making those adjustments. I, I liked that there were consequences and that Thor doesn't come out squeaky clean like he has in his other two movies and Avengers. And, like, after every appearance, he's still the tall blonde guy with the, with the hammer who, you know, hasn't learned anything, and he's still mighty. And now we come out of this one with a changed man, a changed being. So... I can appreciate that for what it for what it is, and like okay, well they they did that. They didn't set up any more Infinity War, but they did that, so it's fine. Um, and I, you know, it makes me wonder like where do they go from here? But uh, yeah, with between the fight scenes and eh, some of the jokes, and uh, you know what I mean, like the, there was just I was just having a rip roaring good time, and uh, so I've got to give this. Uh, I mean. Actually, you talked me down a little bit from that. <laughs> I was going to say a nine, but now I'm going to uh, I'm going to give it eight point five shards of Mjolnir. Oh well, as, lo- as long as I didn't talk you down too far. <laughs> no, no, it's, no. it's fine. Like, and I and I'm being harsher on the movie than I actually think of what it was. Like, the movie itself is fun. You're right. It, the movie contained by itself is fun. Um, and watchable and entertaining. And it's certainly better than the first two uh, Thor movies, like I said before. Um, I really don't see the change in Thor. I do see a change in Thor, but not as much as you do. Um, And for me, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I'm a story guy. And when I look at this story, like I said, with Guardians and and Spider-Man not advancing anything in the MCU, I was kind of waiting and hoping that... Thor would do it. And that's maybe my expectation going in. Um, 
and I'll take full uh, full flack for that. But I, I think it's fair to say that it's it, it's fair to expect that at this point in the MCU because a lot of the movies have been moving small chunks of the plot forward, at least a little bit. Captain America, Iron Man three. Iron Man 3 is not a good movie, but it carries over the plot from Iron Man 1 and 2 and Avengers, right? So I don't think it's unfair to expect at least a, maybe a little bit of the past, maybe a little bit of, 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 of a little bit of the past, a little bit of upcoming. And it, it just sort of let me down at that point. And then for, and again, there's no stakes in this movie for me because Ragnarok, doesn't matter in the end because they just take Asgard with them, quote unquote. Um, and I knew Hela was going to be a one-time villain, so I didn't really think that she mattered at all. I was waiting for something to give me um, something of stake, something of, of, of beefiness, something to grab onto and hope for. Um, and it just didn't. Um, <clears throat> I've mentioned before, I'm not a big fan of using modern songs in movies where they don't belong like guardians of the galaxy you know what i mean that's very forced for to have him have this old mixtape in the in the thing and so just so you can have the soundtrack so you can sell the movie on the soundtrack type thing i'm not a big soundtrack guy um and the, the song the, i don't know what's that song i guess is it acdc oh i'd have to look that up i'm not that much of a music guy that I instantly like. I'm like, I think I, I know I've heard this song before, but it's been a while, like decades since yeah, I've heard this song. Like I, last time I heard this song in a movie was School of Rock by Jack Black with Jack Black. So, because he <laughs> sings it in the van when he's driving the kids to Battle of the Bands, right? So, oh, yes, yes. Um, so that again threw me off. And then, like, but there's, there's some good in it. There's, but there's unfortunately not enough for me. But, Contained within the actual movie, it's good. I was looking for more of an overall. I guess that's my thing. Um, the acting is fine, aside from Anthony Hopkins. Uh, everything seemed to flow together. Unfortunately, I had to sit close, sitting in a 3D movie. I was in the front row. Not the very, very front, but the front of the landing type thing. Okay. Um, yeah, so in a 3D, that's not, that's not helpful. Um, but... I mean, overall, I, you've actually talked me up a bit from it. Um, I'm going to give it... S uh, uh, hmm. Did you talk me up from it? Because I think that's too... Well, yeah, okay. Benefit of the doubt, I'll I'll give the movie the benefit of the doubt. Let's go seven orgy buttons out of ten. <laughs> so... <laughs> that exists. Uh, that exists in the Marvel universe, folks. There's, there's an orgy button. There's yeah, and uh, I like the ship design on the outside. Um, I, I like that it had fireworks, but uh, yeah, that's just that's just one of those options that when you're talking to the dealer, like you know what, can I save some money if I don't have that? Okay, good. Let's not have that in my yeah. in my vehicle. You know what I mean? <laughs> when the beginning of the movie, I was like, you know, I remember seeing this movie back when it was called uh, the Transformers the movie. Um, you know, because you have a main character whose father figure dies, and then he ends up on a junk planet. Oh. Right? <laughs> and then I thought, okay, well, actually, we're getting parts of uh, of Superman 2 in this movie early on, too, because you have Zod, Hela, all dressed in black, 
wanting yep. to take over the world or the world Neil. that they have. Kneel before me. Exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, kneel before Zod. All right. Yeah, kneel right. before Zod. <laughs> but anyway. Um, uh, the song is is by Led Zeppelin called Immigrant Song. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that's that's the name of Apologize that to all the music lovers. I know Led Zeppelin is a huge uh, fucking band, and I'm not a music guy, so. Yeah, I, I, I play this game. I end up playing this game a lot uh, on the weekends. Uh, with someone who is a music fan, and I'm horrible at it. I, my default guess, I just say, is it Loverboy? No, okay. <laughs> and it it, it never is boy. until it is. In, until it is. But anyway, um, I was gonna say, oh, okay. You know what? I, I do understand where you're coming from. Uh, and I'll leave with this. I mean, your expectations, I think, weren't unfounded, especially when last year at this time, we got a movie. That gave us a character origin story. It was a good movie all the way around, and it ended up being centered, at least partially, around one of the Infinity Stones. Which one was that? Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah, very centered around the Infinity Stones. Uh, almost a year to the day ago, we got, and you know, because they they were in possession of one of the stones, and that became a critical part of of him expanding his magic knowledge and stuff. So that was, you know. So you're right. It was. I, I don't. I'm not saying it was completely unfounded to expect that. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave on that note, thinking that it was completely unfounded. So, um, but anyway. So that's that's our review. Write us. Uh, write to us. Let us know what you thought of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, where can they get a hold of us? Uh, CanadianMovieCrew at gmail dot com. Tweet us at CanMovieCrew. Of course, find us on Facebook. Uh, next week uh, we have Murder on the Orient Express coming up. You in for that? Uh, yes, actually. This will be a chance to see Daisy Ridley, uh, uh, basically unknown actress until her part in Force Awakens. Right. Uh, right. The, and very smart of whoever decided her, her agents, I'm saying it now, to make sure she's getting cast in non-Star Wars movies so she can kind of have a more a more complete career and not just yeah. be... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so this will be a chance to kind of see her flex her acting chops in a different, uh, completely different atmosphere, character, etc. So, um, and to see how Josh Gad does in a movie like this, I think that's going to be interesting. Well, it's definitely got a lot of star power behind it. So it I'm does. It, it is absolutely what that's going to uh, be. Um, stay tuned this I, week. <laughs> our uh, or is it finally returns uh, with a big. Big, big show with a couple of special guests. We're taking a look at uh, Moontrap. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, one's, this one's requiring some special editing. So, uh, talk, talk about a movie that doesn't waste any characters. There's like four. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we, have a, we have two very special guests joining us for that. Um, if you so much fun. Um, if you haven't, uh, check out our Jigs, our, our Saw retrospective that ended with our uh, jigsaw review last week and uh yeah i guess that's pretty much it mark thanks for very much for coming out always a pleasure and i'm sean taylor guys we'll see you on the next film studies coming soon